Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Um, hold on. Um, here we go. Hello, everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strether. I'm Sean Spencer. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up. Alright, 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 I am Janae Struthers, I am Sean Spencer, and this is Let's Talk Football. What's up, what's up, what's going on, what's going on, my fine people and friends? Hey, my name is Avzlo, I am taking place of, taking place of my man Sean, he is not up to par today, so we, me and Will always got his back. But let me introduce you to my fine man. That's uh, that's my co-star, my man's. Honestly, he's uh, almost as big of a fan as I am for the Washington uh, football team. My man, Will. I'm not gonna call you Eggplant, but here you go. That's right. All right, man. Hey, I- I've been waiting a couple couple uh, days to say this. We're back. We're back. Let's go, baby. Let's let's go. Let's go. We are definitely back here. I'm trying to tell you I am as hyped as can be. Uh, hey, Anthony Handy, what's up, my homie? That I mean him go way back. Definitely, definitely love that man like a brother. Bobby Wills, I go back with that man too. We, we play football together in high school ourselves. Uh, thanks for the support, fellas. We appreciate it. Now, what? Uh, so I'm okay, guys. I need a little bit of patience here because <laughs> I never, con- I've never controlled the uh, controls before. So I, I'm definitely, definitely uh, need some patience. But definitely appreciate you guys. Definitely appreciate your support. Um, so <laughs> let's get. You ready to get started, Will? I, I am. I'm laughing at what Anthony says. I am. Big heads are really close right now. <laughs> what do you say? He said, our, "Our big heads are are right up, right up in front of everyone right now. See, without Sean right now, he's a little under the weather. We're gonna try and do our best, but he he's in charge of the master controls. He and is. We're, we're I'm gonna, sitting we're here fumbling. We... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to do my best. Thanks, uh, thanks, Bobby. I appreciate the support, my bro. Thank you, man. Um, my, I'm sorry, guys. My kids are all over me right now. They want to say hi." Say hi. Hi. Hello. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's let's get started. I'm ready. You ready, Will? I'm ready. All right, bro. That's what's up. So we're gonna start today with uh, a recap. Uh, I I don't know, Will. I don't know if these people understand what kind of run we on. But when we win two straight games in a row. I'm throwing a party, man. I am excited. How how you feel about this, bro? So excited. So excited. Come <laughs> off the bye, playing well, winning games. Like, this is what we thought in September. Like, we thought this is not just the results, but, like, the play, the defense, the offense moving the ball. Like, this is what we thought our team was. And we had eight games of, like, what is this? You know? Right. <laughs> so, 
so yeah, no, no, very excited right now. Very excited. But not only this, man, this isn't like a Giants win. Like, like we won because of a, 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 a bogus offsides or like uh, the Falcons win, like where we barely streaked out this win. We're beating these teams. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we are thumping them, man. So I think there's something to say about that a little, little bit. And to me, this is, this is astronomical, man. This is what we thought the games would be because we, we uh, revamped our offense and the defense was supposed to be all world. And honestly, I don't, I still don't think the defense is there, but, but I think, I, I think we're doing, I think we're playing a lot better football. They, the calls actually make sense. I'm not complaining as much about these offensive hey. coordinators, bro. So <laughs> excited, man. Yeah. Yeah. What well, you, you know, First off, you know, we're going to talk about Washington, but I actually think we got to give Cam Newton some credit for what he did against us. He made things tough, and he played way better than I thought he was going to, um, and especially because it wasn't Cam back in Carolina just taking over the, new, his, the same old playbook that he knows. These are brand-new coaches that he doesn't know anything. They threw him what they could throw him, and, and he played well. I mean, he made it really competitive. He was tough to stop. You know, uh, Christian McCaffrey had himself a big game, which we are worried about. So I think it's real important that we, we, as we talk about it being a good win, that's that kind of what goes with it is we beat a pretty good Panthers team with a guy who's coming in with nothing on film to know how he really was going to play in this scheme with these players that he did well. But we got to go to, like you said, we won this game. You know, we had performances by players. That, that, you know, was what we were expecting. You know, Gibson running for 100 yards, even though he did hit that awful fumble. He got benched, but he responded. You've got McKissick who comes in here and just takes it right off from him. We have Jarrett Patterson keeping the things going. You know, Heineke threw three touchdowns. We hadn't been seeing that from him, uh, which was, which is you know, incredible to see. Terry being Terry. Uh, you know, and overall, it was the defense – controlling enough of the game when they needed to, to give us the chance to win, which is what we've been asking for. Um, I, so Will said uh, Cam played well, and I can't disagree. Boy was 24, 21 for 27, uh, two touchdowns. And he ran the ball uh, 10 times, 40, uh, 46 yards with a TD. So my man was good, good. Like y'all can't, they, I mean, he did, he only threw but 189 yards, but two three touchdowns all together, bro. Y'all y'all can't sleep on that. And um and then the top then top it off, the defense had three sacks on us. So can we? I mean, it wasn't it wasn't an easy game, like, and it wasn't against um a bad team. This team is their defense is like number two overall. So what? Uh, so. To me, this is this the, we this was a great win, just like the win against Tampa Bay. It was a legitimate win, and I, like, and then when we ha- like t- to hold the ball, and that was at the last, uh, like we the way we just ran the clock out in the fourth quarter again. This is how you this is how you play the game. This is how you're supposed to do. You get this lead, or you come back, you get this lead, and then you like it's the fourth quarter. 
okay, hold on, pump your brakes. We're going to run this ball, and we're just going to keep running it, run this clock out. Uh, I don't know about you, Will. I almost jumped into my TV screen and jumped it uh, when uh, Antonio Gibson uh, ran out of bounds. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I, I was hot. Hot. Yes, yes, that was not good. <laughs> not they had no good. more touch. They had no and, more and time Ron's out. asking for a horse collar. There ain't no horse collar. You better stop it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So overall, overall, like, uh, we don't have this lined up, but I'm going to ask you, what do you gra- what, what's your grade on this, bro, on this win? For the game? Let's For see. the game, yeah. Grade to win. Uh, I honestly, I think I would almost, I'm going to go high. I'm going to go B plus because I felt like the defense did enough. Uh, you know, they weren't spectacular. We didn't have a whole lot of pass rush on Cam, but we kept everything in front of us. You mentioned he didn't throw for 200 yards. He didn't throw at the ball past 10 yards most of the time. Um, I thought, um, honestly, I think, I, I don't think we win this game with Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback. I think. Heineke making making some of the plays that he did that fourth quarter, you know, whatever that play was that he pulled out of his, you know, throw to John Bates, you know, that was incredible. And so I think that's, you know, that was it was a magical game from him. And so yeah, I'll go, I'll go B plus. Heineke B plus too. You really you think he was Oh man, like... he was an A. He was an A on Sunday. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh <laughs> he was man. outstanding. Um, you already know. You already know how I feel. Uh, so I, it's my turn. So let me say this: I think I think Heineke. This was Heineke's best game. Um, I, I am I'm adamant when I say that this was probably his best game. It was a lot less um, less like effort. Terry's over there, even though there was like one or two plays, it was like that. But mm-hmm. um, it was a lot less uh, throw it up. Uh, Terry's down there. Uh, and like I, I really, I am trying to tell you, like, I one thing about uh, Taylor Heineke, I think he's slowly getting better. Like, and I'm, I, I know before I said that um, he's not our future quarterback. Like, he's not our future at quarterback. But I'm slowly warming up to this idea. Stop with, stop with your nostrils, bro. I'm trying to tell you. Don't, don't, don't say it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not playing with you. I'm not messing with you. I'm trying to tell you, like, I'm slowly warming up to this man. I really am. Like, I still think he, um, he pushes off. I still think he is not, uh, as accurate, but he's getting better at that. Like, and like, you get what I'm saying? Like, and I think the the um, coaches are letting him really like throw those balls a little bit more farther every game. And I and to me, I'm slowly seeing it. I'm slowly agreeing, but I like I'm still not there yet. I'm still not there. Yet. I still want. I'm warming up. Um, I am appreciating his game a lot more. But um, I. But again, this man is. This man is all right. He 16 for 22, 206 yards, three touchdowns. I cannot be mad at that. Not at all. That's 16 for 22 out of a whole game, six incompletions, bro. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. that's great. 
And so I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be right there with you. B pluses for me. This this was an all out effort. Defense played all right, even though the only sack we got was on the last the play. The last one. <laughs> the last play. Even the one that counted. <laughs> it, that's where it mattered the most. That that's where it mattered the most. So honestly, I I I'm like this was an all team affair. We all played well except for that fumble uh, by Antonio Gibson in the first half. But they sat his ass, and then I think after like he I think nobody wants to be sat. Sean, you agree with me, bro? I, I'm trying to tell you. Being sat out for the mistake that you did, even though, like, because you can only help but be upset at that. You're upset the most, mm-hmm. but you you feel like you feel like you let your team down too. So okay. I, even though he Antonio Gibson's our best running back, he had he had to feel this punishment, and I think he did. The way he was running after in the in the second half. Legit man on a mission. Yes, yes. It was it was at a point he was like 10 yards, 10 yards of carry, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, he was getting chunk runs out of that. Yeah. You know what I loved about this game? And I hadn't seen this from us at all during the season. We saw their weakness and we went after it. We thought that Dante Jackson, their cornerback, was was weak, and we targeted him. We, we ran a route on him with DeAndre Carter for the touchdown. The the chuck play to, to Terry was a, was that. But then I started to look back. Dante Jackson was one-on-one in coverage. Mm. And Taylor said, Taylor and our coaches said, if I got Terry versus this guy, I'm going to take my chances. You know? And, <laughs> and so it's like it was, it was kind of a bail-me-out Terry, you know, play. But I think there was Thank a little you. more behind it. You know, I think it was. <laughs> Thank you. It wasn't. It wasn't the Atlanta throw. Like that was. That was <laughs> terrible. But I, I think before I get into some of like my, you know, we're going to talk offense, and I got some some thoughts on on Heineke. It's exactly kind of what you said. He's improving, and Ron has been saying, you know, he's really inexperienced as a quarterback. This guy's a rookie. What if you take away the fact that he wasn't drafted? Okay. What if you had you took this guy as a rookie and a third round pick? Would we be pretty happy about what's going on right now? I would think so, you know, about his development. I think the fact that that he's undrafted, it clouds our mind. It's like, this guy can't do it. He's not going to be a franchise. He's undrafted. It's not going to work. I'm not saying he's going to be Aaron Rodgers, but is he putting things together to show, like, he's capable? And I think we're seeing some progressions out of him. To me, I don't. I, I don't hate because he is uh, undrafted, bro. Uh, I, I get what you're saying. I know a lot of fans that are skeptical because he doesn't have that um, um, that resume of being a good college player or being drafted high or anything like that. But I get what you're saying. I don't feel that way because I am hopeful. He ha- he is. Uh, I am hopeful one he's on our team. Two, I'm hopeful he turns out like a Kurt Warner. And that is my that is definitely my thing. I really want this man to excel as as much as possible. I just don't see a long ball out of him and that's that's where I do not do not uh like him at. And and I yeah. think his passes are forced even though he had that one good good pass to who was it? Uh and that Sims? was Ooh. Yes. Red is that needle. 
You couldn't like, see it on the broadcast. Yeah, but, it was like this. Uh -huh. <laughs> and all these players were like this, and they uh -huh. missed it. And then I, he, it was a thread of the needle, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Well, now, okay, we got some. We got some comments here. Let's some chatter here. Right. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, there is Sean Heineke. Join me, join me, Sean. <laughs> Still not there yet. Still not there. <laughs> okay. Sean agrees with us. The benching was yeah. key. It showed accountability, and he proved himself when he came back. I'm trying to tell you, if it takes a, a benching for this boy to run 10 yards, y'all need to do it every game. Okay. Every game. Like, mm -hmm. I, like what? To me, why can't he do that any other damn time? Like, like I just like it shouldn't. He should be out of the like if he's able to do that in the second half, he should have been able to do that at the beginning of the first, like in the in the beginning of the first, like yep. at the beginning of the game. So I don't know, man. That's just me. You should be able to do it from the jump if you're able to do it at, at halftime. Just yep. yep. Okay. Daddy. Hold on, baby. What's up? What's up, Abs? Long time, my brother. Who is that? I can't. I'm yeah, sorry. Show up. Yeah, it does. It's on says face. What up, man? What up? I appreciate your support. Thank you so much. Uh, tuning in. We're absent one of our main guys, but me and Will are doing our best to hold you down. So thank you for your support. Appreciate you. There you go. That's that's my son. He wanted me to do this, guys. Okay. <laughs> my my and my kids will drop in every now and again, guys. If you got a problem with it, tough shit because they they're a package deal with me, so I can't help it. Okay. So, oh, that was Colin. What's up, Colin? What up, man? <laughs> All right. Uh, wait a minute. A couple of weeks ago. Y'all going to win all the world football challenges. What happened? Yo, stop trying to play us, uh, Anthony, yeah, man. He said that. I, <laughs> I, I'm trying to tell you. I'm not saying we're uh, we're going we're, – I'm not going Dallas mode right now, but I did a few weeks ago. I did say it's very possible for us to win uh, the second half of the season. Like, it's mm -hmm. very, very possible. We'll get into it a little bit more, but definitely – very, very possible for us to run the table at the at the oh end of the oh, oh he's talking about so David said that, that Dallas is not going to win the Super Bowl anymore. That's what Anthony's saying. Oh, oh okay. Well, David wishwashy anyway. Why? Because he's a Dallas fan. So I'm he's not even the reality. We've been talking about this. <laughs> David's like he was excited in September. He was excited in October. All of a sudden, November came and he went oh oh oh. What's happening here? And then now December's about to come, and it's the Dallas fans recognize like, oh, we peaked too early. That's what's happening. Yeah, you can't trust anything what a Dallas fan says <laughs> or does or anything like that. So I don't even be thinking about them. They still th they still crying over that pat pass interference that was called was called uh, against them, bro, bro. Stop. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I actually, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. 
I don't think face guarding is a penalty in the NFL. And I didn't really think he did a whole lot on that play. I actually had to give the Cowboys crowd like, really? That that's what I get it. He didn't give the receiver that much of a chance to catch it, but I don't know. I that was kind of a tough call for me. I was surprised. Not me, bro. You know why? Because he didn't even attempt to do anything to it, he didn't attempt to do anything, play uh, make a play on the ball. He, he didn't try turning his head. He didn't even try putting his hand up. It would have been one thing, it, like to me, as a cornerback, once you see this, as he reaches up, thanks, baby. Mm-hmm. Once he, you see this, as a uh, cornerback, like that means no one wide receiver is going to do this until the ball is almost there. Mm-hmm. So once you see this, that's when you put your hands up. This dude put – he continues to put his head right here like that's a valid defense. Bro, yeah. get out of here, man. <laughs> so, but we're not even going to waste any more time on them bum-ass yeah. Cowboys. Right. So, we're talking about to, a team that's winning right now. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah, a team well, that's losing you, here. You ready to move on, Will? <laughs> I am. I am. Okay. Thank you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, Will, you have to do it with me now that Sean's uh, not here, Okay. So now to the longest running segment of our show, we are at like it, love it, or hate it. Oh, there you go, Will. Let me go, man. Like it, love it, or hate it. And honestly, I know I didn't do it as good as Sean, but y'all give me a break. I'm trying over here. So we're going to like it, love it, hate it. What's up? You're doing great. Oh, bless you, bro. Bless you, bro. Yeah. I, I'm doing it. I'm doing so great because you are here to help me and <laughs> uh, pick up where I am messing up at. So thank you, brother. <laughs> All right. Hey, I. <laughs> He's I, got a point. <laughs> He's got a point. He got you talking Cowboys on our Washington show. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, and then Sean's, and Sean's like, ha, 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 bum-ass cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it, all about it. Okay, so like it, love it, or hate it, we're doing our thing. Longest running segment of Washington Football Weekly. But um, so we're, uh, we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty on this. And our first subject is how, like it, love it, or hate it, Defense without Chase Young. I, I'll start off with this. but So we can only really uh, judge the defense by um, what we've seen uh, against Carolina. Carolina is uh, – Carolina, I think they're still trying to figure out the uh, offense uh, with Cam Newton. And honestly, I, I really – I like the way – the way things were going. I, and I, I think it's more has to do with the play calls that they were uh, doing and less about Chase Young not being there. And to me, Chase Young, valid member of our team. And I, we've yet to see the impact of how him being injured for the rest of the season is going to affect us. So I can't really speak on whether I like it, love it, or hate it yet because of how – I mean, we did play awesome against Carolina, but again, I don't think that's a true standard on how our defense really is right now. Honestly, I because we haven't even really been our true selves all year. So, again, so I, I, I to me, I 
I don't know. I can't say what I feel about this because it, it just we don't know yet. What do you think, Will? So you're saying incomplete? That's your answer? Incomplete's my answer. <laughs> so. <laughs> so you bring up a great point. We have one game without him, as as all we have is the sample size. Now, in that game, we did not have nearly the pass rush or a pass rush threat that, that we used to have with Chase Young. They were not scared of James Smith Williams and Casey Tubehill as our bookends, you know, and, and those guys didn't, didn't put a whole lot of pressure on, on Cam Newton. But what they did do is they stayed in their lane and like that one of those at the, um, what the second to last play for the Panthers, Casey Tuhill, you know, instead of rushing the passer, he all of a sudden saw the play developing. He knew the ball was going to go to, to, um, Christian McCaffrey, and he backed up and tried to play a little bit of coverage, which changed a little bit of the throw, and Cam Curl was able to cover the guy. So they were they played a little bit more, as Ron would call it, disciplined and not just always going after the quarterback. So I think that was helpful, but the lack of a pass rush is, is going to be concerning moving forward. Um, I thought that, as you mentioned, the game plan for the defense had to be gone, gone really well because – they didn't get burned. You know, DJ Moore did not kill us. Um, Christian McCaffrey, he had a touchdown catch. Okay, so we gave up a touchdown. This is the NFL that happens, you know, but he didn't burn us the way he could other other players. So we really, they, they are playing, they're continuing to play a whole lot better. Um, you know, Landon Collins moving to whatever position that you want to call it. I don't care. Whatever his role is right now really seems to be working out well. And it's good, and, and I think it worked against a team like Carolina, what they like to do. Um, so, like you said, it's too early to be judging it, and obviously we are a better team with Chase Young, but they're finding ways to, to make up for it for right now and kind of working together. They're kind of relying on each other more than just, you know, let's just send four. I bet you they can they can get to the quarterback like we were doing for so long. They're playing better football, and to me that's, uh, like, honestly – why weren't they doing this with Chase Young and uh, Montez Sweat in the game? Like, you get what I'm saying? Maybe they were relying too much on them because they are two freakish athletes. You know what I'm saying? I think, yeah. like, the too much being – like, I don't know if you, there was one play, and I know just play calling and everything like that, where they had Chase Young act like he's blitzing and then come out and, like, cover the run back or something like that. Like, like, like basically that spy kind of thing. And – I get it. It's the play calling and like, you got to do that sometimes not be the same standard, but sometimes maybe, maybe you do put too much on a player, too much responsibility on a player. And that's why I put so much emphasis on the coaches and uh, uh, coordinators, because it's their job to figure out what a player can and can't do what they're good at and like to put them in the best situation possible in order to be, uh, to maximize their skills. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, like uh, maybe we'll revisit that next year. Maybe they'll, um, they'll go back to what worked for us last year. And that's, that's, uh, that's what I'm hoping for. And yeah. so, and you said it too, incomplete. Yes, incomplete. Yeah. Incomplete. Got, oh, I gotta right. join you. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, what's up, baby? 
Sorry, guys. Okay. Go ask mommy, baby. Sorry, guys. My baby needed some more French fries, and daddy's <laughs> on the show, so she's got to go to her mom. Okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, Sean knows what it is. I be saying incomplete, even though I gave him shit for saying incomplete. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Sean know what it is, though. I, I, I can't help it, guys. Sometimes you just got to say incomplete when it's... Um, when you, it's too hard to judge on on something, you know, it's not. I think it's too early, so we can't say incomplete. I mean, we can say incomplete right here. Right. All right, we got uh, we got our resident Cowboys fan. As Cowboy fan, I hate it so much. Respect for that young man and how he changed the culture in that locker room last year. Even if they stepped up without him, they will never be better without him. I Correct. agree so Correct. much with that. I agree so much with that. That is that is respect. That is um that is a good unbiased opinion. I really, really love that. Well, you know, and he's gonna get you guys talking about Dallas even again, even more. But let's if it's third down and we need a stop, you know, and I was watching the Cowboys Raiders game, and you knew they were coming, but Micah Parsons still got there, or you knew he was coming from his position and they had to they had to be you know overload that side. That's what it is with Chase Young. Like I said, you know, no one's going to be scared of Matt Ioannidis and James Smith Williams rushing at them, you know. Right. And so that's that's what we're still going to miss. Like he was, he may have not been having the numbers that we were anticipating, but he still had the attention of of, of the opposing offenses. And now that we're going to lose that, so I think a little bit later on he asked, "Is it sustainable what we've done on defense?" And eh, that's what's remained to be seen. I think it's going to be kind of tough. They're going to have to get creative on defense, you know, and other guys are going to have to blitz without, you know, our defensive ends holding their own. Do you think it's them playing up because of their leader is gone? Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And do you think it's sustainable? I don't think it's sustainable. I tell you that for sure. Like for real, for real, I don't think it's sustainable. Um, I think we might, uh, we might get away with it here and there, but I think we need, like, I still think we need the pass rush. I still need, think we need uh sacks. I like you to get what I'm saying. Our secondary stepping up. Uh, uh, they didn't get any interceptions this game. Uh, yeah. I don't think they got any, there's no interceptions, right? No, yeah. So, so. Any interceptions in this game, but they got some against Tampa Bay and right there that that's what counts. And, and, I'll even say this: the secondary play has stepped up too, uh, like that. Uh, that was a crutch for us, and but the secondary play has stepped up. And I'll even say this I, again: I've been shitting on them all year, but that defensive coordinating plays, the plays are a lot better than being called a lot better than what was before. So, guys, mm-hmm. look out for real. Look out. That's mm-hmm. my optimism. I'm pessimistic as. A A F, but yep. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to tell you, look out for this team. Like, you know what I'm saying? If we can continue to play with it, play like this, like a team and actually do like actually play like an actual football team, actually uh, play together. We, we are, we might be able to run the table. And I said it, you heard it here first. We actually, I said it a few weeks ago. So there we go. I, I was the first one to say it, damn it. So, <laughs> and I think I think that might segue perfectly into our our next topic, doesn't it? 
I think it does. Uh, if I can find it. No. Our next one is uh, remaining scheduled. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you take that the lead, right bro. Into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about what's going to happen next, you know, and, and, and our schedule. And, you know, with the NFC East and, and playoffs happening, you know, Dallas, two L's. And in, in when you spell Dallas, two L's in the last two weeks for Dallas, you know, they're, they're not. I see what you did there. I see <laughs> what you, did. <laughs> you can't spell Dallas without back-to-back losses. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Dallas is kind of not peaking at the right time of the season. Philly, you know, if, if it was a week ago, if it was before today, actually, since it's Sunday night and we just got a chance to see some games today, I would have told you that Philly is going to win the division. Philly's going to run away with this, and Philly's going to beat us twice because uh, they're putting up 30, 40 points on everybody. And then what happened today? So Philly's kind of that team with this season where some games they, they're incredible. They look like Jalen Hurts is the real deal. You know, the, these wide receivers are unstoppable. The defense is, is on lock. And then they play like they did today, and they've done it several times this year uh, to where – this division race, like we said, like we thought when we started the season, it was going to come down to the very, very end. And that's what seems to be happening because tomorrow night's game is huge. After that, we go play the Raiders. We have a chance to go into divisional play at 6-6 six and six and go take on Eagles twice, Cowboys twice, Giants. I are we really going to run the table? Is it realistic to think we can go 5-0 and in all those division games? Probably not. But we're playing. We're peaking at the right time. We're peaking in November, December. And that kind of is a staple of Ron Rivera's teams. They, they start slowly. Sometimes they have enough to make it. Or you, you join the NFC East where you're not up against the Falcons and Saints who have already ran away with the division. And the NFC East is all kind of – jumbled together and it gives yourself a chance i mean look at that schedule you have up there you know we got a chance to you win a, a you know majority of those you're in the driver's seat for the division you know we're sitting here thinking maybe we just gotta look at the, at the wild card you know right now we could be two there's two spots available as of right now that we could snatch up but the division we were talking pre-show it's not out of the question you know the way we're playing this this could be another one of those magical runs for for washington I'm a, like honestly, you 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 nailed that right there, bro. I can't even really add much to that. Only thing I can say is uh, um, the reason for skepticism. We have two more remaining uh, primetime games, and I don't know the stat of it, but it's close, damn zero. So like a zero average on us winning uh, primetime games. I think it's like one in the last ten we may have won, and against Seattle, our arch nemesis like that like definitely puts a foot in our ass almost every single time we play them so yes. that is a skept but that's skepticism like i'm trying to i'm trying to tell you i i don't like the game it's from prime time one and then two it's against seattle seattle always does us dirty and um yeah i mean it and then we have another um primetime game against uh, the Cowboys that, in that, Dallas, in uh, Dallas, in, yeah. in Dallas, in Dallas. So, um, the only 
the only one I remember us winning is the when we were down 13 to zero or something. And then Santana Moss was the Cowboys killer oh. right at that time. Oh. And that boy, that boy was gone, gone. <laughs> <laughs> that boy was gone. He two, just two touchdowns like, in two minutes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, two touchdowns, two minutes, uh, two minutes to win the game, bro. Like honestly. Like was it Bill Parcells at the time? Like oh, was yeah. that? Uh-huh. It was Bill Parcells at the time. He didn't know what happened. <laughs> he didn't know what happened. I don't guys. think Joe Gibbs knew what happened when that happened <laughs> during that game. Let me tell you, I was at Glory Days Grill for that, and our our waiter had on a Cowboys jersey. So, and we had been we played softball earlier. We went to the bar after for softball, and then we went there. So. I was a little cocky at the time, is all I'll say. And I was kind of giving him my thoughts on wearing that Cowboys jersey during the game. And when they scored that touchdown, me and a buddy of mine, we chased him into the kitchen yelling at him for for the score and everything. I mean, I'm not proud of it, but we had ourselves a good old time at that glory days in Sterling that night. So you're not allowed to drink when we go out, right? That's what you're. That's what basically what you're telling me. Pretty much. <laughs> put put during the glass a, during down, the Will. Game. Yeah. yeah. Put the exactly. glass down, Will. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. I, I'm trying to tell you that that I would I'd be proud of it, bro. That's yeah. I, I'm telling you, like I'm the loudest person in the spot if we're doing well. Honestly, I'm um, uh, true story. Almost got in a fight one time in North Carolina watching my Redskins win. Philly was losing, and guy was just sick of hearing my shit. Just, just sick of hearing my shit. And we weren't even going against each other. He was just sick of hearing me cheer. <laughs> I was pissing off somebody that was just mad. His team was losing and we were winning, and I was reminding him. I had no idea who the fool was, but we almost we almost threw down. So only Daddy, I could do that. Baby, no, that's it's my name. That is, but shh, Daddy's on the phone right now. Okay. Thank you, baby. But yeah, guys. So honestly, um, coming up, Seahawks. Like that's. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're. Uh, that's the game. That's. Uh, I think if we can get over this, then yeah, I think I, it's it's possible for us to run the table. Um, more possible than impossible for me. Mm-hmm. So um, I I'm trying to tell you guys. I'm calling it. Like honestly, I think we may not get the division, but definitely definitely get a wild card. If just so you guys know, I. From what I'm telling you, I'm not talking out of my ass here. Um, today, San Francisco just beat Minnesota Vikings. Um, and uh, just to – we are right now number 12 in the division. Um, 1, 2, 3, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, 12 in the uh, – 12 – not division, conference. We're 12 in the mm-hmm. conference. If we win tomorrow, we, move, we jump up straight to – the seventh seven, place, seven, last we, one in. The seventh place. So mm-hmm. I'm not making. I'm not making this up, guys. It's it's there. It's <laughs> it's in the pudding. We mm-hmm. leapfrog Atlanta. Why? Because we beat they. But mm-hmm. it was about two games. Yeah, we we snuck by Atlanta, we still won. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that that that's all it was. Okay. We still won. Okay. Uh, Atlanta's ahead of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. New Orleans is ahead and of the Saints Philly. are going the opposite direction without Jameis. 
Yeah, and uh, Carolina, we beat, beat them. Beat so em. we leapfrog all of them. And we the leapfrog tiger. Minnesota. Minnesota holds the number seven. And we leapfrog them. Why? Because we have a better conference record than they do. Mm. So they're right now four and three. We would um, – if we win this game against <clears> – I'm sorry. If we win this game against uh, the Seahawks, our conference record would be five and two. Five and two is better than four and three, guys. So, right, if the playoffs ended after our win tomorrow, our hypothetical win tomorrow, we got that playoff. We got that playoff spot. So it's possible, guys. We like us getting to the playoffs is very possible. Don't don't shit away the season yet. Okay, we we we're in there. Okay. NFC East all have easy schedules the rest of the way. We play Arizona, and that might be the one legit contender any of us play. Uh, we don't go against Arizona. <laughs> That's just <Yeah>. y'all. <laughs> yeah. I think like, I saw Philly. Philly has has a pretty easy route, minus all the division games. They've got whoever they play next isn't, isn't too difficult uh, before they get going into it as well. Dallas plays New Orleans, I think, on Thursday, so that should be should be easy for them. So I think you're right with kind of saying our, our most likely route is, is going to be the uh, the wild card. But maybe it doesn't have to be the seventh. Maybe it could be the sixth. Ooh. San Francisco's in there, so we uh, they're um, – I they're think surging. they might stay ahead of us. Yeah, San Francisco's playing really well right now. But the Rams – the Rams just lost today. They're really struggling. You know, two, two, three weeks ago, you'd say Rams might be a Super Bowl contender. And now you're like, eh, they, they, they playing some ballers, though, bro. Like, yeah. they, their schedule is not easy at all. Yeah. Um, Philly schedule is easy. Jets, Washington, Giants, Washington, Dallas. Yeah. So, I mean, they could win all those. Yeah. So, I don't think I, they will. I, they're flip flop, like I like you, just like you said earlier. You don't know if you're going to get the good one or the bad one, and that's mm-hmm. just like us. Especially the only legit games that we've played were the last two. We yeah. we we look like straight JV um, for the first eight nine weeks. So yes. yeah, you don't know. And honestly, I'm just hope like if we can stay playing the same football that we did the past two weeks, like I'm just saying, just watch out. That's mm-hmm. all. All right, we spent enough time on this. Uh, stop um, wasting our time, David. You're you're getting us distracted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on. Let's move on to. Oh, we just I just said it. The 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 way we played the last two weeks is what everything is. Uh, if we can sustain that, then here we go. Um, like it, love it, or hate it. Offense in the last two weeks. Will you jump? You go ahead, bro. What, what what's on your mind? You have to love it, you know. And I think a lot of it is is happening with Heineke, and and a little bit of what we talked about is he he is an ex- inexperienced quarterback, but it kind of seems like he's getting a chance to play and getting a chance to to learn what he can and can't do really well. And same with the coaches. And Ron's been kind of talking about that. Um, I'm wondering if, you know, especially with the bye week and having half a season, if the coaches have kind of figured out, okay, this is how this guy, how, this is how we can operate our offense with him. 
just like they did with Alex Smith, you know, and he's got a better arm than Alex Smith and way more mobility. But I think at the beginning of the year, as you mentioned, he, he was trying to do too much with his arm that he doesn't have. He, you know, that Buffalo game, you think back to it, he was trying to throw to the sidelines from the other hash. And that is not his specialty. He can't be doing that. And I think they've kind of learned, okay, this is what you need to do. And they're, you know, they're working better routes for him. He's gotten pretty good at that sideline pass. You know, they, they all run that out pattern and he's gotten really well doing it. They've done a lot of play action with him, um, which if our running game is going and it has been, is going to make that even more of a weapon, you know, and they're using him a lot more with runs and, and that's just tailoring to what he can do. Also, we've been complaining about it prior to the, to the bye week and we're, get, we're getting points in the red zone now. We're not just kicking field goals. We're scoring touchdowns. You know, last Sunday, we scored three touchdowns with it. That's huge to be getting seven versus three and moving things on. Um, I still think he, he holds on to the ball too long. Um, and, and I, but I think he's learned that. You know, we talked about, I think, that they have three, they had three or four sacks Carolina did. Two of them could be on him. But we, we were talking earlier, and I think, like you mentioned, you start to see him beginning to progress. And I think he has been the key to the offense. And I started looking around the league wondering, all right, so what is realistically, where is he at right now? And part of this is, okay, so I'm, I'm thinking if we're progressing, all right, I'm kind of looking, forecasting way far ahead here. But if we're progressing towards making the playoffs again, whether we make the playoffs or not, we're picking – somewhere in that 15 or even higher range. Right. How are we going to get a franchise quarterback if we're in the same spot we were last year? Uh, you know, if we're picking 19th, how are you going to, you know, you're going to have to trade up and get rid of stuff. And Ron's already said he, that's not how he wants to build things. So you say, okay, so let me think here about with Taylor Heineke and what can, where is he at in the league or what can he become? And I don't think there's any way you can, you can put him on par with, you know, your Patrick Mahomes, your Dax right now, your Tom Brady's, you know, so there's about 10 to 12 quarterbacks that he will, we will, oh, he will never be that range. All right. And there's a couple guys behind him. I think that are better than him right now. You know, you've got your Ryan Tannehill's I'd say your Mac Jones already um, Joe Burrow where he's not there yet, but does he have to be that far off from what they are? And I think you kind of look at who is he along with Baker Mayfield, Teddy Bridgewater, Jalen Hurts, Jameis Winston, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, they're all capable quarterbacks. And are, is, it, is he progressing to the point where he can stay with them or even move up to that other tier of, like, good quarterbacks? And is it better to build your team with this guy, build up around him, maybe get him another receiver, you know, utilize the draft for, you know, some more defensive help? And can you win with this guy just like you can win with Kirk Cousins and Jameis Winston? as opposed to trading all your assets away for for a franchise quarterback and you know losing draft capital. What do you think? I don't think you're wrong. I I, I don't think you're wrong. Like I even though I I understand your argument, man, just like you said, um we would have to get like if we make the playoffs and have the same spot, it's either 19 or later. If you if you think about it and then you have to add in the aspect or you have to consider this aspect of it. Is anyone worth moving up in the playoffs? uh, I'm sorry, in the draft in order to to get them, you know what I'm saying? So I'm up in the air and honestly, and to me, I 
it depends on what you want out of your offense. Do you want your quarterback to be winning your games or just not losing your games? And, and honestly, that is a very good argument. Like, honestly, just Mac Jones, I don't think, I don't think the Patriots would be where they're at if they didn't have Mac Jones. Mac right. Jones is win- actually winning games for them. And I, I'm just saying, I'm not like, he's not turning the ball over. He's not, um, he, he's not, uh, he's not turning the ball over. He's actually making plays. He's actually making great plays. Um, the boy is off the charts. And, and honestly, like, I think he's doing both not losing games, and winning games. So mm-hmm. to me, I think that's to me, that's what I would want in a quarterback. But I get what you're saying, and I can't I can't fault it because there are probably half the league that falls into the category of not losing games and uh, not losing games. And right. I'm and you have to be okay with that sometimes. Right. You really do. And um we were okay with it when we had Alex Smith. So yeah. I mean and I'm trying to tell you, there's still some ride or die people out there for Alex Smith. So, y'all, I mean, we can't. Because he's be a winner. That's why. A winner, a winner doing <laughs> what? What is he doing? Like he's got such a great record as a starter. <laughs> he's not 2020 like, aside. He, he, he throws like a hundred yards a game, bro. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's it's funny, but uh, I. So honestly, I I I. Offense in the last two weeks, I can't be mad at it. Like honestly, I think like you like I pointed out before, he's actually doing. It's on Heineke, and he's actually doing way better than he was mm-hmm. the beginning of the year. He's not turning the ball over. He is making the plays that he should be making, and he's actually being more consistent too. Like I can't be mad. He only missed six passes uh, this past week, so. Again, like, um, and that's all I want is a consistent quarterback that can throw the deep ball every now and again. If he can consistently can he throw do the that ball, uh, can he throw the deep ball? Can he, if he consistently throw the deep ball accurately, honestly, I would not have a problem with this man. I just don't think he can. I think it's uh, fair grabs every single time he throws more than 15, 20 yards. I really yeah. do. Yeah. I don't like it 50 50 when. You got to throw the ball deeper. You get what I'm saying? Like that's I I don't like that. But his his deeper passes look more accurate. I still think his balls are a little forced. I like and honestly, does can that get better? Do you think that can get better? Like that part of his play, like force like the the. It seems like he tries so hard to throw a deep like a boss deeper. You get what I'm saying? It's not natural to him. And I don't, I don't know. Can you, can that be developed more in the next week or two? I mean, not week or two, like next year or two. I mean, he's 28 years old. I mean, he's not going to get a stronger arm here. You know, he's not going to be able to start zipping some of those, those plays. And so I kind of think you're kind of at the point where he is who he is. And are you able to work with that and put him in a position to, to be successful? I mean, Against Carolina, 90% of his passes were 10 yards and under. So we're not explosive. But are they also only 10 yards and under because of who we have and who he's working with? I mean, he's got John Bates out there, you know, running routes. I mean, is John Bates going to run past anybody right now? You know, and so it could be a little bit of catering the offense to what we have. 
for now, but also it may be this, you know. I mean, the Chiefs got by with so many wins, and Alex Smith wasn't chucking it deep all the time either, you know? I don't know. Patrick Mahomes throws it deep. At least he does. He does. Yeah. But before him, you know, Alex Smith would get by with that. Oh, Alex Smith, off. my bad. Yeah, my bad. They, yeah. I was saying before that they were the Chiefs won so many games with Alex Smith in a dink and dunk offense. But they did go for a better quarterback that can throw the yes. ball longer, yes. accurately, and everything like that. They went from a game manager to a game winner. Yes. And um, so I think if we reached our limit with Heineke, you have to go for another quarterback. You mm-hmm. have to. I think we will reach our limit with Heineke. But I, a part of me is wondering short term, has is he showing enough that he can be, at least for the next year or two, the guy we, we roll with? But let's be honest, the last two weeks, he's almost played near flawless. So can he keep that up? That's, you know, that's what we're going to see on Monday night with the big stage on him. I mean, you know he's going to be excited on Monday night. That's what he wants. You know, we talk about he's a gamer. Yeah, That's what he wants. And that's uh, I'm I'm okay with that. If he can uh, squeak by this win, I'm I'm all about that, bro. So honestly, I you won't hear too much me hating on him, but like I'm just saying, like I I pretty much agree with everything you said. Like he's last two weeks flawless. This man is a gamer. He is doing everything he needs to do to win this game, uh, to help win this game. Let mm-hmm. me say that. And honestly, that and honestly, you can't really ask. Too much, too more of that right now from this man. My own, like, again, when I speak about this, I speak, I worry about the limit. Like, his lit, he's limited. And to me, you can't talk future about a guy that's already at his limit with us. And yeah. I, you can't do that. Like, that means you're limiting this team. And that's not fair to everybody in the locker room. And I think any person that looks at it like that will agree. It's shitty, yeah. but it's, Honestly, I think any person that can uh, look at it like that would be like, oh, okay, I guess you're right. And you just said it. He's 28 years old. That means there's not much more you can you can do to uh, improve his game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you basically are – you got what you got. Yeah. All right, moving forward. Okay, so uh, moving forward, we're going to talk about something that brings a smile to our faces, even though one of these people – are kind of sus. So uh, I learned sus from my nine-year-old, okay? So if I said it wrong, guys, leave me alone. (laughs) I'm learning new words from my kids. So let's let's go into, let's go into this, like it, love it, or hate it. Returning players, Logan Thomas and Curtis Samuels. Go ahead, Will. You you pop off on this, bro. You got to love it. The cavalry is coming back. You know, we haven't had a chance to see this offense. We had Curtis Samuels briefly in Atlanta, and he drew attention, which allowed other folks to to play more and get get some attention. Logan Thomas was playing so well against the Chargers before he got got hurt. He was Fitzpatrick's number one target against the Chargers, and they're finally coming back. I mean, they're going to be on a pitch count, which they need to be because we don't need to have them come out come for one game and then be out the way Curtis Sanders was. But when we talk about peaking at the right times, if you're getting two weapons back on offense, including what could be, you know, your, another, your starting receiver who's going to take away 
a lot of attention away from Terry to let Terry cook. You can't ask for anything better than to get these guys back right now in the season. <laughs> oh, am I going solo? <laughs> Not bad, bro. Um, to me, uh, I like it. I, I do. Logan Thomas is too – it's been a while. My thing is, I guess I, I, I say I like it because – I don't want to rush these guys back if they're not ready. I think we're, I think they're starting to feel the pressure now because of uh, we won two games, you know, like before they weren't in a hurry because we were losing like anybody's business. But right now I, I, I'm just worried they may be rushing it. That's why I like it. I love these players. Honestly, I really want to see what Curtis Samuel does because that probably takes a lot of responsibility off of Terry and to me, it's like if you take a little bit of pressure off of Terry, you might see this man flourish beyond what he is doing now. And to and so I and Logan Thomas, honestly, he's quick, he's big, he's fast. This man will find a hole in that defense, sit, and honestly, will just shrug off linebackers. This man is huge. He's a baller. He's a gamer. And honestly, I appreciate this game. I just do not want to see these guys come on the field and just all of a sudden go off the field because they came back too soon. I can't see it. I don't like it uh, for that reason. So I, I, I like it. I don't hate it, but I kind of hate it. So <laughs> like, so I, like, I, like I'm just a little sus about this, especially since we already seen Curtis Samuels do it uh, already before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he played against Atlanta and couldn't even make it past what even halftime before he was out. So no, you're you're not wrong in being skeptical. And I, you know, I can only hope that the past, especially like Logan Thomas was up two weeks ago. They were wondering. They actually thought he was going to play last week. Most of the reporters did. And then he didn't. So my only hope is they were being just a little bit extra cautious and saying, if we really needed you to go, we could, we could have, we're, we're holding you off to your, like you mentioned, you can go a hundred percent for however many plays and then we can pull you and know you're not going to, you know, re-aggravate whatever you've gotten, got hurt. Uh so go back, Sean. Um, our, our lucky leader, he is he, like, he, just guys, like he, just so you guys know, this man is watching the show, he doesn't miss a show, guys. Like, I we don't even count this as an absent because my man is on the sidelines over here making sure we excel. So, uh, we just go back to that. And he Sean, reluctantly didn't come on this show, he was. Ready to, we said, You have got to rest, man. You've got to get over this sickness that you've got. Yeah, my man, he wanted to jump on, but we made we made him take a seat. We did, guys. We mm -hmm. we made him take a seat so he can uh rest up and be better for you guys later. Sometimes you guys you gotta take a rest. And Sean, he is just he's just a goer, bro. Like he just keeps going and going and going. Um, and but honestly. So he can do a better show for you guys later on next week and everything like that. Just take this rest right now, and we got you, son. We got you, bro. So Sean's uh, get well soon, okay? Um, he is saying he loves this, um, I, and probably uh, he's a good he's a he's a Curtis Samuel's fan, 
And honestly, he's probably even bigger Logan Thomas fan. But honestly, I know these are like his favorite guys. That's why he is jumping up for joy probably on this. But I'm trying to tell you that this man, like the, like I just don't, uh, Sean, I don't like it because I'm not trying to see these guys walk off the field after the first quarter, bro. I really don't. If 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 I see Curtis Samuels do it one more time, I might lose my shit, bro. I might. I I'm trying to tell you. I already think he's softer than baby shit. So I don't even know why. Like this is even even a conversation, bro. Like so, if he wasn't ready last week, what makes him ready now? So I, that's all I can say. And Sean also says that answer is incomplete. See, yeah, it's it is definitely incomplete, bro. So uh, we will see, though. We will see. Okay, uh, what, what Anthony says, Sean is the Stan Lee of Let's Talk Football Show family. You are, bro. You, mm-hmm. uh, he is definitely, definitely the daddy of us all. So, um, that's probably what his new nickname is not Stan Lee, but daddy. So, uh, Sean, big daddy. <laughs> <laughs> So get better, bro. Get better, my man. You you almost there, okay? Uh, uh sorry, still figuring out these banners, guys. Still here. Okay. Now, uh, now let, let's jump into the next segment. We're done with let's talk. Uh, I'm sorry, like it, love it, or hate it. So now we just jump on to the next one, guys. Right now, Will's gonna start us off. What what are we doing? We are previewing the Seattle versus Washington game. Uh, Will's going to take the lead. I'm going to just bounce off and basically say, I agree, Will, afterwards. So (laughs) we'll see how this goes, if I disagree with anything this man says. But Will is pretty much on point. We have pretty much the same point of view when it comes to stuff like this. So get at it, Will. What you got, man? All right. So dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, you cannot get hyped, more hyped when you hear that that coming. I'm going to be playing it tomorrow morning when I wake up. It's Monday Night Football. We're in a playoff hunt right now towards the end of November, December. This is what you want to have as your team. But we're Washington. Yep. We do not play well on Monday Night Football. We play horrible on Monday Night Football. We're also playing a team that – in many cases, has had our number, especially with since Russell Wilson became their quarterback. He's uh, they've ousted us from the playoffs before, um, and so this is not our best matchup. All right, normally, typically, but Seattle's on a losing streak. They've lost two in a row. Their offense is really struggling, even with Russell's return from his was a broken finger, I believe. Yeah, they're not scoring points. They're not putting up the numbers that they used to have, whereas we are on a winning streak. We seem to be gelling more as a team, so there's a lot to be optimistic about. Looking at Seattle at 3-7 and seven overall with the record, it's, it's kind of hard to judge them because with Wilson out for you know a number of games, you had Geno Smith trying to, trying to keep him afloat. He did all right you know, at times. So you can't really judge that three and seven as uh, you know they're they're not a good team, and they've got two wide receivers who could kill us on any play. Any Lockett, play, Lockett and Metcalf could burn us on any play, and and so it'll be interesting to see what we're able to do against them because those are their only two weapons that I can think of. 
you know, on offense. They don't have anybody else. They don't have a tight end to be too concerned about. Defense, they're kind of slipping a little bit. Um, they're no longer the legion legion of boom that they used to be. You know, their D-line is not what it was. Their linebackers still control, you know, everything, and, and they're incredible. Um, but it'll be interesting to see kind of what our, what our game plan, which we'll get into in keys to victory, is going to be. But, you know, Seattle's not as as formidable of, of an opponent as they've been in years past, and so I think that gives us a lot of optimism coming into tomorrow night's game, a lot to be excited about. Plus, this coaching staff technically is 1-0 on Monday Night Football. All right? We played the Steelers last year at 5 o'clock, and we beat them. We whooped them. That was on Monday. It might, you know, and it was dark at that time because of daylight savings, so that was Monday night. So we're already running <laughs> on with these coaching staff. So, you know, maybe maybe they're changing around our fortunes. You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right. So, I, again, I cannot argue anything that my man Will said. This man is actually on point when he's talking about two weapons and two weapons in um, – Seattle, I would say I would even say two and a half weapons because Gerald Everett is uh, is kind of a beast. And uh, Will Disley, um, he's the backup tight end, but he's been with uh, with Russell Wilson for a minute. So honestly, they got like a chemistry. So I that that could burn us anytime. But uh, the two weapons, uh, Metcalf and Lockett, I was screaming Metcalf for us to get him, man. And I mean, thank God we got uh Terry McLaurin. Like I, I can't be ups- I can't be too mad about that. But Metcalf is uh he's a game changer, bro. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I still throw back one of the best plays I've seen in my life. This man committed and I was he was only what two years in the league, bro. Like the interception, boom, yep. on like yep. the five yard line. And uh Oh, Bubba Baker, Buddha Baker, Buda Baker, yeah. Buda Baker, just taking off, just out, like and he is gone. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Metcalf runs him down. I'm talking. This dude was straight out of a gun rundown, and he did the like that to me. That is probably the best play I've ever seen in my life. Anyone that doesn't give up on the play, anyone that actually has the heart to run almost 100 yards down the field in order to catch up and, like, continue to play, bro, like, you don't ever see that out of, like, star players. You really Mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. And so, to me, for him to do that, he cares about this team. He cares about winning. He cares about doing everything. This dude, I can't say enough good things out of this man. Like, he's just a baller. He's huge. He's fast. Boy probably could pay tight end uh, late in his later years, and like probably have like a fifteen year career, like just just doing that. This dude no. is ridiculous, but he's a game changer. He scares me. He really does. I can't. I can't. I can't. This dude scares me. This like, and uh, we talked about our cornerback play, and I don't think our cornerbacks got it to keep up with both of them. Like you know, what I'm saying that that scares the hell out of me. And uh, if Russ, and so to, we'll talk about it in a second to the in the keys of the victory. But I'll just keep, I'll just say like this: if we don't get pressure on Russell Wilson, this might be a blowout. And uh, they, um, one of their weapons, um, has been just diagnosed. Uh, he just got uh, sent to the IR. Is Chris Carson? Chris Carson is um, honestly, I would say top half uh, running back in the league. 
definitely top 15, top 16 running back in the league. If not top 10 guys, this dude is a monster and um, he's injured. So that, that does something to their squad and they don't really have a good running back after that. So this, uh, this, uh, this Seattle team is uh, bruised up. We just got to make sure that we really, really don't ease up on them because uh, they it's possible that um they could run it run the table on us and that's just from our history not even talking about them now just their uh, their history against us uh we are not we don't do so well guys we especially on a monday night so i agree with everything that will said but uh just to, uh just to add to my points on it that we don't do well on monday night and uh, especially against this team on primetime. So yeah, definitely not looking forward to this game, but I actually am because I'll be there. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be attending Monday night and not to toot my own horn, but we are one and oh when I show up at the games, y'all. So I I will be there and I will be repping our team uh looking like uh Darius Geis in the stands. <laughs> <guys>. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do my best, y'all. Okay. <laughs> you got anything else, Will? We going to keys to victory? Yeah, you are. Let's do it. All right. Right now we got. Sorry, Sean. I don't have my keys. Jingling, 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 jingling. Keys to victory. So keys to victory, Will. What do you got, man? You know, you said it so well when you talk about defensive pressure. And well, I'm gonna back up. First off, I feel for the first time since we've been doing this, Seattle has to stop us. I think we've got what it takes to stop them, but they need to stop our running game. They need to stop our passing game, the way it's been rolling, especially with some of these new guys. I think if we just keep our script going, which is we're kind of building through the, the running game and letting that develop and open up everything in the pass game, we will be all right. The defense is, is playing well. What we need to do for Seattle is we need to make Russell Wilson beat us with his arm. You talked about it. With Chris Carson going out, they've kind of lost their running game. So I'm not worried about us giving up a lot of yards on the running game. Where I am nervous, though, the one runner on the team that I'd be concerned about is Russell Wilson. So this could be the game that James Smith-Williams and Casey Tuhill, while not having the speed to get around their guy, they may also prevent Russell Wilson from getting free lanes to rush. And if we can contain him in the pocket, make him throw it, make him show us that your finger is fixed and you're as accurate as you, as you have been for so long, that's going to help us out. With those receivers, we both talked about how nervous we are with both of the receivers and how they can play against our corners. We're not real certain our corners can play with them. So let's get some safety help there. I'm not worried too much about Gerald Everett or Will Disley out there. You're right, especially when it comes to the, the red zone. Disley, that's his time to shine. I think we that's where Landon Collins can, can lock that guy down. I think Cam Curl can help out. So the key is going to be, can Bobby McCain play enough support deep to prevent either of our corners from getting beat so that we're not losing that? If we can keep everything in front of us, I think we'll be okay defensively against Seattle. So I got. Uh, I'm sorry. I said that's what I got. All right. So my keys to victory is we got to stop Russell Wilson before there's even 
I I think, like I said uh, earlier, uh, pressure on Russell Wilson. Like to me, I don't think we get enough pressure on these quarterbacks. Uh, I think we did very well against Cam Newton. That's because he's like a runner first type of quarterback. So I think we were able to do well with that. Me, I honestly, like, I think we just need to get pressure on Russell Wilson. I think these wide receivers are going to be open all day. So to me is, um, can we, can we get to Russell Wilson within a second, like a, a, like two seconds? Like you get what I'm saying? Like, I Mm -hmm. think, I think his quick release, if he gets quick releases, then that's going to be, that's going to be issue for us. If they, like, I think, um, Tyler Lockett and Metcalf after the catch, uh, yardage, they, they go like, we have to make sure that that's not a lot. And mm-hmm. like, we like make sure that they catch the ball, tackle them right away because they, they will light us up yards after catch. And to me, so that's so pressure on Russell Wilson, get more sacks, like, please, like, you know what I'm saying? Get more sacks. There's not a reason why uh, we shouldn't be able to get more sacks. I think their offensive line is beat up. So, yeah, there's no reason why we should not get pressure on Russell Wilson or get more sacks. Uh, We need more than two sacks. I'll say that. We'll need more than two sacks, pressure on Russell Wilson, and get the yards after catch, make sure that is down. Honestly, I want to see a kickoff return, bro. I really do. I think – and to me, you said they have to stop us. I think that – I think that's true, but we can't make this a ball game. We can't be like, oh, we're going to continue running the ball because we're up 14-0. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, we we got to attack, 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 bro, until it's we're in the fourth quarter and we're up by 20 or, or something. Like, we need to just keep our foot on the gas, and if, we, if we're getting easy touchdowns, great, but keep doing it. Literally keep attacking these guys, on like no mercy type thing. We got. I've never. I haven't seen that out of us in a long time. And to me, I think Russell Wilson. They have the means to come back on us if we if we don't do that. So, foot on the gas, pressure on Russell Wilson, um, and yards after catch, can, um, as minimal as possible. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, so let's we'll, go predictions. Let's, what's your prediction, bro? So, I mean, we, we've been talking about our boy. He's a gamer. This is Monday Night Football. Lights are on. This is your chance to shine. Finally, for once, when they did right. a preview, they said it's Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf versus Taylor Heineke and Terry McLaurin. Oh, wow. Let's see him. Let's show him to the world who we got. I think Heineke's going to have himself a day. I think he's going to show out to more people being like, this guy can play a little bit. And when we score more than 25 points, we're in a good position. I think we're going, I'm going Washington 27, Seattle 19. I like it. I like it. You got us winning. Um, Mm -hmm. I will say. I will say um, 35 because I think I think once we if we get to like you said if we get high points then it's more likely we will win. So um, I'm going to go 31, uh, 21. Right. Redskins or Washington. Yeah. 
Say it, Redskins. <laughs> 31-21 Washington. That's where we at, guys. That's my prediction. So that's – and just so you guys know, just so you guys know that uh, I am usually a pessimistic when it comes to stuff like this, but I'm, I'm, feel, I'm liking the way we play, guys. Yeah. I'm liking the way we play. So we got one more prediction to put in there. You see? Gotcha. I'm tracking. I'm tracking. Yeah. Um, Sean, uh, so Anthony said that Metcalf play was almost like Daryl Green walk down of Tony Dorsett. Mm-hmm. Very familiar. Very, mm-hmm. very, very much, bro. My man, Sean, bless his soul. He's still trucking with us, guys. Sean has, this is his prediction. Washington 3517. My man. So that's three people. Yeah, we're feeling good about Monday's game. Go upstairs, baby. 3517. Sean's uh, that's all three of us got Washington winning. So let's go, guys. Let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. We're coming to a uh, we're coming to uh, the end, guys. We're we're getting down to the end of the show. We got one more thing to go over. Um, I usually Sean he would uh, display our rankings uh, for fantasy football, um, but I'll let like I'm gonna pull it up. I, I'm sorry I can't exp- uh, show it to you guys right now, but. We're going to talk about it. So no worries. No worries at all. Um, Will. uh, So give me one second. I'm having a rough Sunday against uh, Nate, who's busy watching his Ravens play right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Okay. Computer's slow right now, of course. All right, so right now I am winning over show me your TDs. I am winning 154, 155 to 107. And he has one more player, uh, Lockett, tomorrow. So, and I'm done with my players, but I am winning 150, 155 to 107 against Cam. Um, Nathan versus Will. Will has an empty spot. Tight end? I have an empty spot, I gotta, bro. I, I got to move up Logan Thomas tomorrow. He needs to come off IR. Yes, okay. So the, he's still got one more one more player, but uh, Logan Tom, like, let's see if they can get that connection. So, but Nathan is stomping Will, 171 yeah. to 139. So yeah, Logan Thomas ain't going to make that difference. <laughs> He needs about 40 points. <laughs> Nathan Tom, uh, Logan Thomas needs about <laughs> 70, uh, 40 points. So you want to know something, though? What? I goofed last week. I don't know who I played, but I played somebody without a – I didn't have a quarterback last week, and I still won. <laughs> oh, that's some shit right there. <laughs> I, I think I had Kyler Murray in there or something. He was hurt, so I was inactive. <laughs> The game had played, so I couldn't swap him out for whoever. That's yeah, low blow. Low blow. <laughs> I don't know who it was last week, but I saw that. I was like, ooh, that, that's too bad. <laughs> ooh, here's a close game. Next close game, Nick Rosario versus Sean Spencer. Um, the score is nine, uh, 99 to 97. 
Oh, Sean. Yes. Um, look, look at this. Look at the look at who they have remaining. Sean's in a tough spot here. Nick has Terry, and Sean has DK. But uh, Nick Rosario still has Nick Chubb tonight. Oh, he does. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So he needs Sean needs Terry to light it up tomorrow. What? Opposite. What? No. Oh, yeah, you're DK. right. He needs yeah. DK, uh, DK to light it up. Bro. Can't have that. Sean, Sean, you must be sick in your head. You putting Jalen Hurts over Aaron Rodgers? Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> Never bench Rogers. Never. 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 <laughs> Especially if he's all ticked off and everyone talking about his COVID toe. He had a running touchdown today. Bro, you this, never this, see this Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, this, this battle could be over. Sean could have won it. Going away. I'm I'm hurt for you, Sean, bro. Like, I mean, I'm saying good well, but I mean, goodness, man. (laughs) (laughs) That hurts my feelings, man. (laughs) And it looks like Janae already stomped out Delilah and uh, 148 to 149 to 86. Yeah. It didn't help that uh, Tom Brady gave all those t- touchdowns to Leonard Fournette, four touchdowns. It was like LSU Lenny today. Yeah. <laughs> so especially that, that last touchdown run where he just bowled those guys over. I'm like, where is this been? This is you going up against the SEC. Showing all the way out, man. Showing all the way out. Now, so what I want to know, I, I got to listen to to some of Anthony's stuff this week because you know he's about to be hyped for Georgia versus Alabama. Ooh, you know that is a must-watch show right there, Sean. When is that show? Friday? Y'all, y'all do that show on Friday? See if he can We're waiting for a response for Sean. Yeah. Okay, so I think um, Sean does a show with Anthony, uh, College Talk, uh, Let's Talk Football College, and Mm -hmm. they have a great show going. Um, He says it's on Mondays and Thursdays. So, um, Sean, do you sleep? Right. Sean be doing everything, guys. (laughs) 6 p.m. That's what it said. Uh, this week in SEC. Okay, 6 p.m. in SEC. All okay. right. So y'all make sure you go check out Sean's show. Let's talk football college at NCAA. Like, so make sure y'all do that. All right. Um, bah, 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 bah. Just real quick, want to go over the standings and then we can call it a wrap, Will. All right. Okay. All right. Will, so it's the it's North versus North Division and Dirty South Division. Will is number one in the north. He is stomping everybody out in that division. He has an eight and three record, and most he got a hundred percent making the playoffs. Hundred percent, guys. So crazy. That'll work. Number two is me. 
I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm on a losing streak, guys. Three-game losing streak. Not doing too well. I'm winning this time, but I'm winning now. I may lose, comeback loss tomorrow, but right now I'm winning this week. But I'm on a three-game losing streak. And streak. And uh, Sean is number three with uh, rounding out the bottom is Delilah. Number one in uh, the Dirty South Division is is Cam Crump, who I'm already beating right now. But like I said, he can be he can make a comeback. Um, Nathan Snell, number two. Uh, we got Janae, co-host of Let's Talk Football. She is number three, and Nick Rosario rounding out the bottom is Nick Rosario. There we go. All right, so. Guys, um, there we go. Um, Will, you have anything else to bless these uh, fine people with? No, we just, you know, we appreciate the patience. And Sean, please hope we hope we start feeling better, man. We want you, we need you back with us. And I, I'm, I'm sure your girl wants wants her her old Sean back. No, no more sick Sean right. in that household. Right. That's been a long time you've been out. Yeah, just to jump on what Will said. Thanks, Sean. Honestly, uh, you need to get better, bro. Do we we appreciate you? We miss you. Um, thanks for holding us down in the comments, holding us down, helping us figure some of this stuff out. Like honestly, this, you are a great man, bro. Like so, you uh, we follow you when we when you do this. You are the hostess with the mostest. So. Like, honestly, get better soon so you can come back. Like, honestly, you're a great man for doing all this button pushing yeah. <laughs> to make this show yeah. go on. You know what I'm saying? So keep it up, man. Get better soon, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk we'll talk later, bro. Okay? Mm-hmm. So get better, bro. I am abs low, and honestly, my man, Will Kramer, not going to say that eggplant part. <laughs> so this is us. Uh, here we are. Um, let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out these banners. <laughs> How to close us out? Give me one second, okay? So, um, no, Brant. There you go. All right. Peace out, everybody. Thank you for sticking with us. We appreciate you. Have a blessed night. Mm. Everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strother. I'm Sean Spencer. Back. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up.
this. All right, all right, all right. I am Janae Struthers. I am Sean Spencer. And this is Let's Talk Football.